0: goes to the Chiefs, NFC title goes to the 49ers, so a rematch of, uh, I can't even tell this to, I'm awful the Super Bowl, like, numbers when it comes to, like, Super Bowl 53, 52, I never know those, I can tell you the year, I know it's the 2019 season was when we saw the Chiefs 49ers uh, in the Super Bowl the first time, now we get the rematch here in 2023, so much to react to, we still got so much here to to take away from both games, What I don't want to start with this hours, starting with that Chiefs win over the Ravens. But looking at this from the Baltimore perspective, because I am someone that picked the Ravens in this game. I really thought Baltimore was a better team. I did not see a flaw that the Ravens had up to this point in the season where defensively, I thought they would do a good job of shutting down the Chiefs offense. Shame on me for thinking that. And offensively, I didn't know, even though they've been really good this year, how that Chiefs defense was going to have an answer for the MVP and Lamar Jackson for this run game that's number one in the NFL, for Zay Flowers having a great, great rookie year with the return of Mark Andrews to the lineup. I didn't see how the Ravens at home lost this game. Shame on me for getting that wrong and for doubting Patrick Mahomes won't happen again. But I want to look at this, at least to start here, from the Ravens' perspective. Because I don't want to hear the words elite quarterback thrown next to Lamar Jackson's name again. He's got to earn that. And right now, he has not earned that. Because in order to be an elite quarterback, you got to play well in the postseason. Elite quarterbacks don't have great regular seasons, and they just completely fold in the postseason. But unfortunately, now, that's been Lamar's career. There's enough of a sample size where we've seen him now about to win two MVP awards, for regular season play and outside of one second half last week against the Texans, he's been awful in the postseason. He has been awful. The regular season Lamar Jackson, we have seen dazzle, be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, win two MVPs, has not outside of one half of one playoff game, has not been that Lamar Jackson we have seen in the postseason whatsoever. And to me, if you're in a league quarterback, Yeah, absolutely, you have to play well in the regular season and be one of the best. But also, you have to carry that over and continue that high-level of play in the postseason. That's something Lamar has not done continuously. He's been not just, like, average, underwhelming. He's been bad. He has been bad in the postseason, and we saw it yet again on Sunday at home. There's a lot of blame to go around. This is not I'm not pinning it all on Lamar. The play calling was horrific. The receivers were not open whatsoever. The run game was abandoned way too early. There are other areas we can point blame to outside of just Lamar Jackson for sure. But again, if you are an elite quarterback, you find ways around those issues to make things happen. Look at Patrick Mahomes this year. I'm not saying every quarterback has to play like Patrick Mahomes. But you look at his receivers who have been problematic all season long, that offensive line having issues with guys like Juwan Taylor and others, the run game being a little bit hit or miss as well. Travis Kelsey regressing this season and not being that dominant force we've seen him being now for years on end. It didn't matter. He found a way to get it done and still played at a very high level in the postseason, despite the fact he had. I mean, the worst career stats he's had in a regular season since 2018. Elite guys find ways to get it done, and Lamar consistently has found ways not to get it done. Two and four now in the playoffs, and again, has not looked very good in them. Has not looked very good whatsoever in these postseason games. And what's also concerning now going forward, if you're the Ravens, is you look at his demeanor. You look at how that team responded to their leader. Lamar was frustrated. And he was frustrated early. And you could see that sense or that feeling permeated to the rest of the team. Lamar's one of those guys that everybody rallies around. And they feed off his energy. Today, his energy was, was awful. Was not one of the league quarterback panicked throughout the game. He was someone that was felt like he was forcing things and got out of rhythm pretty quickly. Like, I, would, at least for me, watching that game, it felt like the Ravens were trying to play the same style of football as the Chiefs. Their offenses are not built to play the same style of football. But it felt like the Ravens were not only trying to win this game, but they were trying to beat the Chiefs at their own game and also bully them around and try to intimidate them. That's loser that's loser energy right there. That's a loser mentality to say, oh, we're gonna you know intimidate you. We're gonna tr- worry about barking in your face instead of making a good tackle. instead of you know keying on our fundamentals. we're gonna worry about, you know standing over you and letting you know we made a big play. The costly mental errors from the Ravens kept occurring all game long. They look like they're out there more to fight than they were trying to win a football game. And when they were on offense, it was like, okay, let's just air it out. Oh, Mahomes is throwing it? Mahomes threw the ball 39 times in this game, completed 30 passes. Lamar threw the ball 37 times. Is that the Ravens offense? Trying to go throw for throw with Lamar Jackson? Absolutely not. Is that totally on Lamar? No. But elite quarterbacks find ways to overcome bad situations, and at least find ways to still play well in the postseason. And that now continuously has not been Lamar. So I don't care about the two MVPs, as that's the reason why he's an elite quarterback. Elite quarterbacks with two MVPs don't completely flop in the playoffs the way Lamar has now for five and a half out of six playoff games. This is not an overreaction to one game. This is a reaction to the entire postseason career of Lamar Jackson. Who was awful in his rookie year against the Chargers. Who was equally as bad the next year when he won his first MVP in 2019 playing the Titans. Who, when they played the Titans the next year after that, they got the win. Was not pretty. Lamar did not look good whatsoever. Then in Buffalo, was awful. And his pick six was the difference in that game. And then you look at the last two games, the first half against the Texans, he was off and out of whack, great second half, and this entire game, he reverted back to how he's looked throughout his entire career in the postseason. And so now when you have a six-game sample size of Lamar Jackson playing poorly in the postseason, I can't sit here and tell you he's an elite quarterback. He's got to earn that with his postseason play, and that is not something he has done so far. I was very disappointed with what I saw from Lamar and also with the Ravens. They were undisciplined. The coaching was awful. The game plan was terrible. You watch them this year, and I'll be honest. I was someone who was very slow in the Ravens bandwagon. I didn't buy in. I really kind of thought like, oh, we'll see when the postseason comes around. I wasn't sold when they blew out the 49ers. Was it all in when they blew out the Seahawks or the Lions? Like, if you look at their regular season, they gave you no reason to doubt them. Yeah, ugly game against the Colts. You lose early on. Disgusting loss to the Steelers. But for the most part, with how they played, they gave you no reason to be like, oh, wow, this team, this team, you know, no reason to think they couldn't get it done in the postseason. No reason to think that like, oh, they got a fatal flaw. Defense, number one scoring defense in the NFL, number four scoring offense. They checked every box. And so as someone who was very late to the party, who kept saying, I want to see more and more and more, finally bought in this past week, finally was in on, you know what? I've doubted the Ravens for a while, even picked the Texans last week to go in there and upset them. But enough's enough. I'm going to go now and finally give the Ravens their just due and pick them because they've given me no reason to doubt them. And as soon as I do that, they come out like a totally different team. That defense that has been physical, that has stuffed every team's run game, all of a sudden now couldn't guard Travis Kelsey, couldn't get a stop, couldn't get pressure on Patrick Mahomes offensively couldn't run the football, gave up on the run insanely early, started throwing the ball deep now all of a sudden, forcing it. I, I, what I watched earlier today was a completely different Ravens team than I have seen through the rest of the season. I don't know what they were trying to do. If They were trying to send a message of, we're not only going to win, but going to win playing your game. But they were made to be fools. They look like fools on Sunday. I mean, the Chiefs scored 17 points. I want to give and will give Mahomes a lot of credit for how he played and getting this team to the Super Bowl. But 17 points? And if you're the Ravens at home, you can't get 18? I can't call Lamar Jackson an elite quarterback. I can't. He's got to earn that tag back with how he plays in the uh, in the postseason. Because right now, it's been anything but elite. 855 212 227 8552124227 How about yourself here? Do you look at Lamar Jackson any differently after today's playoff loss than you did before? If you called him an elite quarterback before, can you still say that word now after that game 8552124227? Adam is calling from Toronto. What's up, Adam? take uh, hickey,
1: buddy, congrats on the new time slot, man. I couldn't be happier for you, you deserve it, man.
0: Adam, thank you, man. I'm glad to hear your voice. I know we sparred a lot over your bills, but I'm glad now we could talk about a different team here well what is what is your thoughts from uh today's AFC title game?
1: okay, okay, so I, I had a completely different question set up, but then you you started talking about Lamar not being lead, so I want to get into that, so. Sure. So I, I disagree with you, man. I, 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 look, Lamar has come up really short in the playoffs. I, I most certainly know what you're talking about, and I agree with you. He's still an elite quarterback. But my, my, my original question was because you came on here last week, came on Twitter last week, talking about how Josh Allen's Super Bowl window had closed. I wanted to see if you were going to keep the same energy with Baltimore. But I, I'm going to scrap that question out of the window for now and ask you, who are the elite quarterbacks in the AFC? Other than Patrick Mahomes, because we all know, everybody listening to my voice right now, your voice, knows that Patrick Mahomes is on a whole other God level. So other than Mahomes, who are the elite quarterbacks in the AFC? Because earlier this season, you also claimed that Josh Allen wasn't elite. So I'm just wondering, who is elite to you?
0: I would say right now the only other quarterback I put firmly in there, firmly in there, is Joe Burrow. That's it.
1: So there's just one elite quarterback, other than the god
0: year himself. There's just one? Yeah. I, I think so. i don't you know, I don't think there there has to be a set number of elite quarterbacks like especially in the AFC, we got to keep that bar high. It's not like we're, you know, we're just giving this out as a participation award. Consistency is there that, right. like that's for me like with with your boy with Josh Allen. I first of all I think Josh Allen's been a better playoff quarterback than Lamar Jackson so at least we can agree with, with Obviously. Uh, on that. Obviously. But it's like with with Josh as you know it's a little bit just more with consistency with him. He's shown the flashes the problem is sometimes he'll go in the tank and just lose you games if he's just a little bit more consistent we're talking about Josh Allen in that elite tier for me he's a a tier below which is what you whatever you want to call it great very good we can we can discuss you know names for tiers uh maybe off the air or, or another time. But I think right now, when you look at, again, because I think postseason play has to, bare minimum, be a factor in how you view QBs and, and where they rank, I think it's Mahomes, Burrow, and I got true questions, at least in the AFC, Adam, about everybody else, and I don't think I, I'm wrong in that. Okay, okay,
1: that's fair. I, I, I can, I, I'm I not going to kill you for saying Burrow is the only elite because he is, he is a killer, dude, and I know that firsthand. So I, I disagree with your Allen take. I, I mean, he was a... Good as you could be against the Chiefs the other or last week. Oh, I'm um, not saying he lost in the game. And he's
0: done that twice. Pardon? No, I agree. I said I'm not saying he lost in the game. Oh. No, okay, Adam, okay. We, Sorry, we agree I'm there. That that, right that game was was not on him. That was on coaching and defense and the run game. Adam, I am with you there. Always appreciate talking to you. But like, like here's a, like let's look at this way because Kirk Cousins right is the is the easy example here where. Really good regular season player, but no one buys into him because anytime it's a big game in the playoffs, he chokes. Well, if that's the case now with Lamar Jackson, every single playoff game, he's out there struggling, then how is he any different? Like He's a obviously a way better regular season quarterback than Kirk Cousins with two MVPs to his name. So I'm not trying to sit here and tell you they're the same player. But like if you don't play well in the postseason consistently and you are weighing your team down and being the reason why your team loses more times than not, How can I call you elite? How can I sit here and believe that your team's a true contender if I have questions about your quarterback, which is why, by the way, I am such a big Brock Purdy fan and believer. Say what you want about him physically and what he can't do. You know what he does do? Win and play big and clutch moments. That, for me, is elite. That's a guy that I'm all in on with Brock Purdy because you could, again, there's a lot of ways to knock him. But when you need a drive, when you need a, a play to be made, he makes it. Just like Tom Brady, it's not always the prettiest thing you see. It's not always the most athletic, highlight, real, worthy play. But if we're ta- if we're in the business, right, of wanting our teams to win, if everything we talk about, right, revolves around winning the Super Bowl when it comes to the NFL, it's not about who has the best highlights, who has the most, you know, MVP awards when you're done? It's who wins the most Super Bowls? Who wins? If we are satisfied with nothing but winning, then we have to factor that in. And if you, again, you don't have to win every game. To to Adam's point here with Josh Allen, Josh Allen can lose playoff games and still play really well. I thought that was the case last week. So it's not like you have to sit here and, oh, you got to be Patrick Mahomes or you're not elite. That's not the case you can play well against Patrick Mahomes and still lose. And we could still have a conversation about believing in you you and being an elite quarterback. But what I can't sit here and, and agree with is being called elite and then time after time, you are continuing to struggle in the postseason and, again, weighing your team down. And I think that's what we saw again here on Sunday afternoon in Baltimore where, again, it's not just Lamar. I'm not sitting here pinning all the blame on Lamar. But it's when you add it all up and it's, well, it's the it's the receivers and the play calling and also Lamar himself in the first half having five completions, one being to himself. I can't sit here and call you the E-word. 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on social media. Do you right now still consider Lamar Jackson an elite quarterback? We'll get your reactions to the 49ers beating the Lions, the Chiefs beating the Ravens. Speaking of the Chiefs, this to me was the most impressive season of Patrick Mahomes' short and young career. I'll explain why when we do return. It is Ryan Hickey, Hick at Night, with you on this busy Sunday on CBS Sports Radio. Ryan Hickey with you on CBS Sports Radio. What we are witnessing this season, I think is the best year for Patrick Mahomes of his young career. It's not the case statistically. It's actually his worst year statistically for passing yards, for touchdowns, for a career high in interceptions. But what he's done in getting this team to the Super Bowl now for the fourth time in 5 years, but looking at this team specifically, I think it's the most impressive job he's done, which is why for me, this has been the most impressive season for Mahomes. Because you look at this Chiefs team, I think it's easily so far up to this point the most vulnerable Chiefs team that Mahomes has had um in his time in Kansas City since 2018, but it's also now going forward like I don't I envision and assume the Chiefs are only going to get better here with Rasheed Rice developing. Um, we'll see additions, whether it's on the offensive line or, or bringing in another playmaker, maybe I, uh, developing Isaiah Pacheco. Like, I don't think now in the next five years that this Chiefs team will be as vulnerable as they were this season with offensive line problems, with wide receiver problems, leaving the league in drops, and we've seen plenty of times, big games, those receivers not coming through, that offense Being 15th in the league. Think about this. The best quarterback in the league. And Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs this year in terms of points per game. Were 15th in the league. Yet with the offensive line problems. With the wide receiver problems. With even Travis Kelsey himself. Before entering the postseason. Sure another thousand yard year. But he was nowhere near dominant. And a nightmare for defenses has as he's been in the past. So, you know, Kelsey took a step back. or At least looks a step slower, we'll say. Looked like 34 got on him fast. Receivers, offensive line, still now going to the Super Bowl. I mean, if not now, like when? Been talking on the air the last few weeks. Like if two weeks ago when the Bills were at home against the Chiefs, if you're the Bills, if you are not going to beat the Chiefs now, then when are you going to do it? This was your opportunity at home with a Chiefs team that, again, talent-wise is the most vulnerable they've been in the homes era. And if you're the Ravens, same thing. At home, Lamar about to win his second MVP. It looked like in the second half for the first time you saw regular season Lamar Jackson show up in the postseason. If, that was, if you were not going to beat the Chiefs this year, it's like when are you going to do it? This was the year. Bills couldn't do it. Ravens couldn't do it. Mahomes has never played a postseason game away from home before this year. Now, in two hostile environments, goes and wins. Statistically, again, you're going to look at it a bit, oh Boy, rough year for Mahomes. This, though, I thought was the best year of his career. Getting this team to the Super Bowl and possibly winning the Super Bowl? I don't care what the stats say. This, to me, of all the years Mahomes has had, this is number one in terms of how impressive helping to get this team to the Super Bowl. And Mahomes, after the game today, was talking and basically still somehow, he's going to the fourth Super Bowl in five years, yet he still kind of talks about it like he's going to his first one ever. Take a listen. You never know how many you're going to get to um, if or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special.
2: Um Just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring.
0: Unbelievable. I I, Honestly, like I know the game ended, what, five hours ago roughly? I'm still in shock that the Chiefs are able to win that game and now we're going back to the Super Bowl for the second straight year. Unbelievable. That is – that is Mahomes eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to the state of Maryland. Talk to Nick. What's up, Nick? Hello, Nick. Hey, man. What's going on? Just wanted to say, put the Chiefs,
2: uh, Patrick Mahomes, in the top tier. Josh Allen and uh, Joe Burrow would be in a slightly lower, kind of like. I don't know, not leap, but lower than that. Lamar Jackson would be in between the two, something like that. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on that.
0: I appreciate the call, Nick. I I don't, you want to put Mahomes on his own tier by himself, fine. I I won't argue with that. Um, I think, but bare minimum, Burrow's then got to be the next tier right below him. Uh, I think Burrow is, deserves to be in his own tier ahead of Josh Allen, ahead of Lamar Jackson. He's the only one outside of Tom Brady. He's the only one playing right now to beat, Patrick Holmes in the playoffs, and he's played well in the postseason where we've seen at times Josh Allen struggle. We've seen too often Lamar Jackson struggle. I think Burrow, just with the respect he deserves, deserves to be uh, in a different category. Johnny's call from Baltimore. What's up, Johnny?
3: Yeah, how you doing?
0: How you doing, Johnny? I'm assuming you're a Ravens fan here. My apologies and condolences.
3: No, my apologies is to that terrible offensive coordinator that abandoned the run when they uh, the, didn't achieve. The weren't they giving up around four and a half yards of pop?
0: They were. Yes, sir.
3: And, and abandoning it. And then I'll put this about Lamar Jackson to me in a GPA, as far as athletic ability, and peripheral vision, he's a 4.0. As a quarterback, arm and football IQ, he's average.
0: He's got a good arm. Okay, but I'm saying
3: processing. He should have been picked off a couple more
0: times. You're right about that.
3: Okay? They abandoned that run game. In the middle of that second quarter, defense did their job. They shut them out in the second half and only allowed 17 points. That was the offensive coordinator's problem. And also the defensive with Kelso in the first half, where they should have doubled off on him, getting from the line of skimmerage to five yards, hitting, then the next guy takes over.
0: I agree with that, Johnny. I appreciate the call. I'm with you. Like, again, I know I started this hour blaming Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar does deserve a lot of blame. But you are spot on. The run, reading the stats, it doesn't do it justice, but it, it continues to boggle the mind. The Ravens, remember, this is the number one rushing team in the NFL. You right. Do you know what they finished, by the way? The Ravens for this game finished – on average, 5.1 yards per carry. The problem, they only ran the ball 16 times. It made zero sense whatsoever. And it goes back to the point I made last hour about coaching. I thought we saw in both games the better coach team won. For the first half, the Lions had them. They were, they were, and I thought the, the 49ers in the second half did an outstanding job coaching wise. In this game, the AFC title game. The Ravens coaching staff, especially on the offensive end, was horrendous. They viewed being down by seven points in the second quarter like they were down by 30. The fact they abandoned the run midway through the second quarter and basically never got back to it, it's egregious. You had Lamar Jackson run the ball eight times for 54 yards. Ran the ball well when he, when he did run. You want to see him run more. But the rest of the team, again, the number one rushing team in the NFL between Gus Edwards, Zay Flowers, Justice Hill, combined to run the ball eight times. And again, they ran the ball 5.1 yards per carry. Despite that, they were out-rushed by the Chiefs in terms of total yards. Despite the Chiefs rushing, on average, 2.8 yards per carry. But they doubled up the rushing attempts that Baltimore had. Make it make sense. I know they're on the field a ton, so that also helps as well. You had lesser, you know, you had more plays. But the number one rushing team was doubled up in rush attempts by a team that had Patrick Mahomes on the other sideline. Someone explain how that makes sense. It absolutely does not. Todd is calling from Tampa. Hello, Todd. <clears throat> Boss,
2: let's get down to business real quick. Let's do it. You know, uh, two things. Yes, you know, my, my Buccaneers, so I'm a—, I'm a I'm um, are out of it. So I, you know, I'm I'm neutral here. But I did. But, but the bottom line is this: however you look at it, Dan Dan can't. You know, and I'll, and, and Lamar. By the way, you, that you know, coach, you're right about coaching. Okay, Flowers, you you can't reach the ball out there and let it get poked away. And, and in the end, back down there and get the you know, that you got to you you try to be a hero, you wind up being a zero. You should have got to the catch, got down at the three yard line, and Lamar, you should have run it in. That's right. coaching. You can that, that that that's terrible. And then Lamar, you get you get blamed for that stupidity because that's a rookie mistake. Two rookies played in the playoffs today. One fumbled for the Lions, and one made an idiot mistake. That's coaching, okay? Because you can't let the rookie. You got to coach him so he don't make that mistake in a big playoff game,
0: okay? And that's not Lamar's fault. And you didn't okay? make those rookie mistakes, Todd. Rasheed Rice. Right. He didn't. Make, he didn't make those rookie mistakes. Andy Reid got him coached up. Right,
2: and he, got, and, he got, and he got a penalty for a catch he made. He got a taunting penalty for spinning the ball. No, those are mistakes you can't make in the playoffs. But Lamar will get the blame for it because of stupid rookie mistakes. They, 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 they were out-coached. They were out-coached. Andy Reid out-coached them, and they, they lost their psychological advantage. By the way, you know, Campbell, however you look at it with Campbell, okay, you cannot give up the biggest lead, halftime lead in NFL history. Period. You cannot give that up okay that that, that, that's the bottom line you cannot give up the biggest halftime lead in NFL history you got to win that ball game and and I'm not a Detroit Lions fan but Detroit Lions did what Detroit Lions do and that's fold and it went went, when they when they should have if Dan Campbell was going to go for it on every fourth down he should have gone for it on the fourth down right before halftime when he kicked the field goal he went up he kicked the field goal there okay but then he went and then he, and then he went for it on the other two times but at the end of the day however you cut it however you slice it okay and i'm pulling for the 49ers because uh, john lynch was my favorite my dad's favorite player mine was warren Sapp for the buccaneers of course and doug williams went in the beginning when i was here but 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 you know so but i said but if i had to bet everything i bet patrick mahomes the only kryptonite patrick mahomes has is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense? Buccaneers thirty-one. Well, line. also yes.
0: Kansas they had no offensive line that game. Congratulations to you, Todd. Appreciate the call. And, and Joe Burrow got him once as well. But yes, the 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 Forty Nine er or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line, I'm sure, is giving him nightmares. Running for all those yards, running for his life back in 2020. But not many people have got Mahomes. Not many people. And again, it's about it's the small things like Todd just highlighted, tucking the ball away if you're Zay Flowers instead of reaching it out, not spinning the ball like an idiot. And taunting, despite the fact you're down by 10 points in a playoff game that, again, takes you now, uh, wipes away some of that big gain you had and takes away a little bit of momentum, those are small things that loom large when you're trying to take down right now Patrick Mahomes-led team that are coached well and are you know making the small plays, making the winning plays. That's what we'll call them, the winning plays. That's what, to me, just is so impressive watching this Chiefs team it's not all Mahomes. Guy after guy, LeJarius um, making a, a big-time play. Like you had multiple guys on offense and defense, Marquez Valdez scaling, catching that ball to ice the game on third down. Guys coming up big and making championship plays that, that you are not seeing make plays in the regular season or, or not relying on, let's say, to make big plays in big-time moments, continue to come through. The Chiefs and their entire team, not just Mahomes, their entire team, continue to make winning plays, and a lot of other teams struggle to do that. 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. When we return, we do have a call on the line that I do love this topic. The topic of Brock Purdy. He's going to his first career Super Bowl. Is he, we were talking about elite quarterbacks before, is he in that category of elite quarterback? We will discuss and get your thoughts at 855-212-4227. We'll do that next. But before that busy day, a lot of news and notes going on to get you all caught up on that the latest CBS Sports Radio update, here he is, Peter Schwartz. That was just the voice of Kyle Shanahan saying the game came down to who? His quarterback and Brock Purdy. Brock's play in that second half was the difference between the 49ers winning and going to the Super Bowl. Or if he didn't play the way he did, them being at home and suffering what I thought would have been the most disappointing loss of the weekend. It's up there. The The Ravens absolutely have a reason to hold that title and that mantle. But I thought if the 49ers were unable to beat the Lions, um, I thought for me that would have been the biggest disappointment um, of an NFL team so far this season. And them just bare minimum, not getting to the Super Bowl. But Kyle Shanahan, again, gives credit to the guy who does not, for whatever reason, get enough credit. And that's Brock Purdy. Look again, like, When you get deep into the playoffs, now we talk about winning and making winning plays. And all Brock Purdy has done in his short career, in two years in both the regular season and now the postseason, has made winning plays. What else do you want from him? What more do you want from Brock Purdy if you are a doubter and still want to beat the drum that he's not this? He's an elite quarterback to me. He is in that class. Because when you need a play, when you need a drive to keep your season alive, he comes through. It's not pretty sometimes. Sometimes we get up to some slow starts. He's not the most physically gifted quarterback in the NFL. But what he does better than almost anybody is continue to make clutch plays. And when you need a drive, need a play, he comes through. If winning's the most important thing, that's all Brock Purdy does is win. Why isn't there more credit given to him? I don't understand it. But if we go out right now to D.C. and welcome Dre in, Dre, I believe, is going to make a case as to why Purdy is not an elite quarterback and, and should not get so much credit. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello, Dre. What's going on, champ? Good How are we you, doing?
4: Boy? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I got to first start back with the Lamar thing. You know, the, the, the whole... The guy's not elite. listen, there's only one elite quarterback in the NFL right now. His name is Patrick Mahomes. That's it. That's the list. The end. That's elite. Everybody else does not fall in his category. He's on another tier. Now, when we started talking about these other guys, yes, you you got Burrow. I think he's right up there because, well, he has the weapons and the requisite, you know, profile that demonstrates he has a skill set as a thrower of the ball. But when you got three number one wide receivers, I'm not making excuses but I'm saying that kind of helps if you're a good thrower of the football, you know. So I will put him in there, but, you know, and he's got mixes. So he's got a great team, you know. But he does make miracles with that offensive line. So I'm giving him a lot more credit. and He's in that next tier. Josh Allen, not not so much because that last drive last week, I got to put that on him. You know, Patrick wouldn't have done that. Patrick would have took the check down. Brady would have took the check down because the clock is ticking. And you got to get the score. And you don't want the ball back in Mahomes' hands. And that's elite-level thinking. They play chess, not checkers. Now, the guy, Brock Purdy, man, i got one word for you. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G took that same team to the Super Bowl. You think Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy G? Yes. Do you not? Okay. He's better than Jimmy G. Now, Jimmy G did the exact same thing he did. This guy, Brock Purdy, has the most elite weapons of anybody in the last four or five years. I mean, the tight end, elite, the, the, the tight the, the running back, the best in the game, the offensive line, one of the best in the game. Right, I'll, I'll just cut Both you off for a second receivers. here, Dre, because you're right.
0: you're every They check every box when it comes to elite talent. But you just said two seconds ago, Joe Burrow's got three number one wide receivers. Why right. isn't he getting dinged, but Purdy is?
4: No, 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 no. I, I didn't say he was, I said he's below Patrick. Only Patrick is elite. You right, know? But,
0: you're, but you're saying Joe Burrow's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You're saying he's He's one of the best. best. He's he's right there, but you're not knocking him or or taking anything away, even though he's got an offense, especially studs at receiver, tight end, and wide receiver,
4: uh, and running back. But he doesn't have Kyle Shanahan. That's the big difference. He doesn't have a system. See, I don't think you could put. I do not think you could put Kyle. I mean, uh, Brock Purdy or Jimmy G in Cincinnati, and they win because they had another quarterback that was decent there and couldn't win. That's why he's different. You could put you. You had. Uh, Jimmy G there, and did exact no difference. They went to the Super Bowl. Why they Why they get rid of him? <laughs> That's a good question. They tried to get the other kid. They wanted more athleticism. But what they got is what a, a better version of Jimmy G, in my opinion. Is he good? Yes. He's a strong ma- uh, manager of the game. He knows how to manage Kyle' systems game, and he knows how to make plays when necessary. You know, but is he elite? I can't give him elite status yet. Now, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl, then maybe he can get in that discussion. But I can't call him elite yet, man, just because he made it to the Super Bowl. I got to call Rex Grossman elite because he. No, made it to the that's Super Bowl. different.
0: That is, is is different. Dre, I appreciate the call. This is like part of my frustration is like if you're gonna knock Brock Purdy, right? One of the ways to do so is play the hypothetical game. Well, if you put Brock Purdy in another offense, how good is he? You know, if you, if you took Brock Purdy out of Kyle Shanahan's offense, how good is he? Who cares? This is not the case. He's not in another offense. He wasn't drafted by another team. He is on the 49ers, and he right now is playing with that talent around him. Is he making the most out of it? Yes. Have we seen plenty of quarterbacks with good talent around him struggle? Yes. Lamar's going to win the MVP this year. Did he do that with crap players around him? No. But all of a sudden, in a big game with talent around him, Lamar Jackson can't play well. It happens. Jalen Hurts stunk this year. Did he have bad talent around him? No. So it's not as easy as just, oh, well, you got good talent. You just, it's a shoe and you're going to be a great quarterback. You got to make, make do what you got. And Brock Purdy's doing it as good as anyone else. And that's what's just frustrating is that if you're going to knock him, it's, oh, well, if, if this and if that and what if. It's hypotheticals. I'm going to live in reality. Jason's call from Pittsburgh. Hello, Jason. Oh, thank you for taking the call. I appreciate it. Thanks for making it, man. It's on your minds.
5: I just wanted to say, is anybody surprised if you make Lamar one-dimensional that he can't win? <laughs> Take away his running game. Make him be a passer. And that's what you get. You know, he the, the team isn't on the level of KC. They're elite. They're a dynasty in the making. And, you know, elite, like Dre said, Patrick Mahomes, and Rodgers. That's it. Brock Purdy has five preseason games now. Joe Burrow has seven of them. They're not elite with only that, that, you know, that many games to go off of. Give it time. None of them. Josh Allen's not elite. They're very good. They have to show that over time. You know, so that's all I'm saying. I'm not surprised Lamar lost. You know, they t- he took away his running, you know, made him pass, and he made mistakes. And their line got destroyed all first half. So, the line, you know, it, the line was awful. it's not surprising to me.
0: You're right, Jason. I would agree in the sense that I appreciate the call. Like, look, Lamar is a, if Lamar draws back 40 times in a game, is that his, is that the best way to run his offense? No which is why I don't understand why we're talking about the Ravens attempting in an AFC title game against Patrick Mahomes why you are attempting just 16 rush attempts for the entire game and you get doubled up by a team with Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't make sense. The Ravens got to this. Like, we talk about coaching. The The Lions got to this point with Dan Campbell being aggressive and going forward. So I have no problem with him going forward on fourth down twice in the second half, even though neither worked out. In this case for the Ravens, you got to the AFC title game because you were a well-balanced team that ran the hell out of the football with your quarterback especially. And to attempt 16 uh, rush attempts and Lamar only having 8 despite the fact that the biggest lead for Kansas City was only 10? It's inexcusable. And it's unacceptable. Speaking of that Ravens loss and Chiefs win... Look, if you're in the AFC, man, Mahomes checked another box to what is an already insane legacy. I'll tell you what that is when we do return. Ryan keep with you right here, CBS Sports Radio.